With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, everyone is trying to find out ways where they can save money in little days. That means you need to go to Snooks, become a reward member, get 2% back on every purchase. Reward yourself daily. Download the Snooks Rewards app today and start saving money in your groceries. Don't forget, they will deliver. Or if you want to just drive up to the front door, contact Snooks, they will deliver. Remember the old slogan of Snooks? Friendliest stores in town. All right, let's get back to our program. Another guest, this young lady. You know, I use youth quite a bit, although uh, Kira, she's just a baby. <laughs> she's just a baby. Baby girl. Now, young lady Rebecca Edwards, she has, for 28 years, specializes in managing anxiety and depression, life changes, confidence, self-esteem, and relationships. Rebecca Edwards, welcome on board. Thank you. Good to be here. All right, tell us, the first thing I want to ask you, and Kira, if you have a question, you go ahead, too. Mm -hmm. First thing I would like to ask you is, why do you think people need therapists on a weekly basis or monthly? Hmm. What do you think they need them? The Hmm. everyday person. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I will say that psychotherapy has hit its prime recently Um, during the COVID-19 pandemic. Mental health really came to center stage in public discourse. And amidst the discussion about health and the financial fallout of the pandemic and the many, many, many events um, thereafter, many people found that depression, anxiety, and addiction were secondary consequences of living in an unprecedented pandemic. Um, And these conversations help to normalize and destigmatize mental health and therapy. And as a result, I think therapy is becoming a little bit more mainstream. Um, And that, that brings me to the point of stigma. And I think that is what um, prohibits certain people from seeking therapy, seeking counseling, is um, not only the fear of judgment from others, but also um, I think there's self-judgment, right, in terms of, okay, well, if I, if, I'm, if I need to seek help 
or I can't figure this out on my own, um, then there really is something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. So I have a question. I, um, yes. I went to a shamanite, and I, uh, my class was 120 people. Oh. And we've had four people who have committed suicide. Mm-hmm. So we always try to stay really close in our Facebook mm-hmm. group. I was wondering if there's any suggestions you would have for us to make sure we can stay close and make sure everyone's glued together and making sure everyone's okay. Hmm. That's a, that is, that's, that's tough. I think, um, I think on a small kind of smaller scale, it's not that small, but, um, I think absolutely communication is key if you can. Um, and I think, um, I think some people, you know, are really good at it in terms of staying in touch with texting and the immediate communication. Um, I do think, though, sometimes with social media and even kind of this larger group texting, um, I think it's, it's really difficult to maintain that mm-hmm. more intimate one-on-one connection. And again, going back to the stigma, um, I think most, um, most youth and adults as well um, are not or may not be as likely to share um, and really be vulnerable and communicate what's what is going on to a larger group or a larger kind of communication. So I, I I really do think that individual you know checking in, um, supporting in any way, um, and then of course in terms of mental health is really I think um, encouraging and promoting. I think this is a special show. Usually on every Tuesday night we always have probably a national guest on from somewhere around the country, but this was so worthy of having on. The one thing, I just thought about something. She's been through a trauma. She's got three little kids. What about the kids? Mm. I mean, I have Mm -hmm. my kids in therapy Mm -hmm. and group chair and talking about their feelings. But, I mean, how do you, what do you say for kids that have been through their father being sick for so long and then passing away? Mm -hmm. Well, um, as you know, um, healing is a process. Mm -hmm. And I think um, as many resources as you can mm-hmm. provide for them Absolutely. and give them access to. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, you know, they, they have a therapist, mm-hmm. um, probably consistent and regular. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think, you know, there are a number of resources that you probably are aware of mm-hmm. in terms of, of books, um, yep. maybe even utilizing some other strategies, techniques, interventions such as art therapy or mm-hmm. expressive therapy. I'm not sure how old your children are. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I, I, I do think also in terms of kind of wrapping around them in terms of their, their community, mm-hmm. family, mm-hmm. Um, school, and um, therapist, and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. How important is a socialization, socialization when it comes to the children, and how has COVID affected them with socialization since they were so far separated from the world for so long? Hmm. I think it has greatly impacted children, Mm -hmm. even though children are quite resilient. We think about how it's impacted adults Mm -hmm. um, who, um, you know, who, who, whose brains are not really in, in the midst of drastic, significant development. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, we humans are social beings. And I think, again, you know, if you if you look at the the age groups and um, what what are kind of normal developmental processes um, and growth. um, Yeah, I I mean, 
we, we know it's had a huge impact. Um, and I think there will continue to be more and more data as time goes on. My guest tonight, Mr. Rebecca Edwards, I'm going to start jumping around a little bit now. I like doing that. We, I deal with athletes a lot. Joe knows that. And you do too sometimes. Can you explain, because a lot of NFL teams have biorhythms experts. What is biorhythms? Oh, biorhythms. Well, um, what I will say is that's been talked about quite a bit here recently. Um, and I think most people have maybe a little different idea of um, what what exactly that is. Um, I think more and more um, we're taking a more holistic approach um, in terms of, you know, the, the, the wholeness um, of how we can take care of ourselves. Um, I think historically, you know, um, our emotional health, intellectual health, um, physical health, social health um, was really tied to the brain. Um, and, um, and now it's more and more being tied to the gut. Mm -hmm. And so um, when, we, when we practice, um, and that's what I do with my clients, is really noticing and identifying um, really these, these wellness practices or habits um, in terms of how we take care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, and so, for example, you know, certainly, you know, um, how, how, you know, activity, um, how we engage in activity, our active lives, exercise, activity, um, sleep, the quantity and quality of our sleep, um, you know, digestion, right, the gut, there's more and more and more evidence um, connecting our gut health with our um, not only physical health, but our mental health. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, um, we could go on and on in terms of, um, you know, meditation and our, our social health in terms of those relationships, who we're surrounding ourselves with, and so on and so forth. Do most people want positive change in their life? <sighs> I think most people would say that they do. Mm -hmm. um, however, are they motivated to do the work to change? Um, you know, that's another question. And then I think also, um, you know, humans, um, humans are creatures of comfort. And so um, we do tend to take the path of least resistance. And we also tend to continue um, to choose or make choices or behave in ways that may be unhealthy, dysfunctional, um, and so on and so forth, because it's familiar. It's what we're comfortable with. Mm -hmm. If anyone has a question, you can go ahead. What about people that are in a relationship that have problems? Do you ever counsel couples together? I do. Mm -hmm. I do. I counsel individuals who are having um, challenges in relationships, and I also um, counsel couples. What are the worst challenges you run into? They all change. People Couple. like you. Couples? Oh. <laughs> well, I, I would say the, the, you know, I would say based on my practice in these years is that I think communication is probably the number one 
challenge um, for for couples or those in relationships. Do you counsel couples that have already gotten a divorce and separated? Yes. Yes. As yes. a percentage, do people ever get back together after counseling? Oh, I don't know about that. You know, because because typically when I when I work with couples who are separated and or divorced, um, you know, typically it's really about um, mitigating any negative consequences um, moving forward, and and especially you know particularly children, how to co-parent, um, how to navigate the the many many many. Ch significant changes in terms of, you know, not not living in the same household. Um, I mean, I, anyway, I could go on and on about that. There's so many changes. So when I work with couples or f for families um, or individuals um, who either have experienced separation, divorce, death, mm -hmm. um, you know, it most of the time it really is about you know how 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 can I how can they navigate moving forward in terms of really being thoughtful and mindful not o only of themselves individually or as as a couple but also um, other family members. What about a narcissist? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's can, a big can, one. We, can we schedule? Oh can we schedule three nights? Yeah, seriously, back to back. No, not me. To back to back. <laughs> <laughs> so you hear that a lot, Charlie. Yeah, that, that um, yes. Well, and that you know um, that narcissist is becoming um, you know very very common in our um, in our language, and and I say kind of in in the layperson's language, right? Just like other. I think mental health and mental wellness um, vocabulary, you know, mm -hmm. just like, oh, you're so ADHD. Right. You know, oh, you're so OCD. Right. Um, oh, you're so, you know, you're such a narcissist, mm -hmm. um, which is it, it's it is dangerous because it's not accurate. Um, and then I think really it, um, it you know, it really does. Um, it does a disjustice, so to speak, um, for those, you know really, really um, living with and in relationships with, and this could be a parent, a sibling, a, a, you know, a boss, um, a partner, and so on and so forth. Um, so there, there, are, there are clinical um, definitions, mm -hmm. and, um, you know, there are narcissistic tendencies which mm -hmm. do not um, qualify for a, quote, narcissistic personality disorder um, through the DSM. So it does. It gets really, really tricky. Mm -hmm. We're visiting with Rebecca Edwards. Uh, who's the smartest being, a man or a woman? A woman. <laughs> That's easy. Cheers. Cheers to that. That's right. her answer. Women, there's that's no the follow-up. That's it. That's, I'm just. That's I'm going to second. I'm going to second. <laughs> let's, let's take a vote. Why don't we take a vote? Oh yeah. <laughs> Why don't we take lose. a quick break? Let's take a quick break. We're brought to you by the Country Club Bar and Grill and mm -hmm. broadcasting live from the Snook Studios here in Kirkwood, Missouri. Don't forget to come to the new Pasta House restaurant located right down to the radio station here in Kirkwood. Come in, check them out. Tell them I sent you. 
We'll take a time out and we will be back.